0: That'll be $98, sir. I'll
1: give her $50. <laughs>
0: i tell you <laughs> what, Kathleen. I'll tell you what,
1: I got 50 for it. I got $50 smackaroons. Hey, Roaches. I'm Todd Tondera, and welcome to my thrifting audio diary. I scour secondhand stores searching for interesting artifacts, useful unusuals, trendy trinkets, cool collectibles, good garbage, and all-around helpful items I could utilize in my daily life. My mission is to do all of this while spending the least amount of money. Each week, I invite friends out thrifting with me. We gather a haul, then drag it back to the studio to tell you what we found. I'm sentimentally attached to things you have forgotten. It's time to get thrifty. Hey, who said you could come in here? Welcome one, welcome all, to another edition of Thrifty Podcast. Josh is back with me. We have a hell of a haul for you this week. We've got this weird video game cube. I have a childhood game we're going to be going over, and also some posters. And brother, I forgot how long this intro is. It's the longest build ever. This is pretty sick though. Thanks for listening, everybody. Yo! How's that for beginning, brother? We didn't discuss that. I'm not sure where that came from. No, I thought of it like a minute ago. Like 30 seconds ago, I thought about it. I thought it would go right into the part because that's all I wanted to do. So I did that. Anyway, welcome to Thrifty Podcast. The two bad boys are back in action. Josh, last call, Larkin to my right. Toddy, your host. And we have a hell of a haul for you this evening. Throw those W's up in the comments. If you support chop suey the song by system of a down baby
0: yeah put a w in there also
1: congratulate todd on doing the thing that he wanted to do (laughs) i was camping on that idea for a whole 30 seconds before it happened it was well thought out i have something from my childhood and to start off the show we're gonna go with a josh find josh found a what's the cube a merge cube a merge cube yeah today was a little dry in the
0: bins but uh I did snatch this up on the last change of the day, the very last bin that came out. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's an augmented reality foam cube. Uh, that has the
1: hologram you hold in your hand.
0: Yeah, it's a uh, it's like two and a half inches on each side, and uh, you download apps and then it accesses it through your phone and it turns the cube into all kinds of different things based off of
1: what the game is so we found that at the goodwill outlet it's probably the size of a rubik's cube but basically you install the app on your phone and when you aim your phone at the cube the cube comes alive
0: yeah and we played this quite a bit since i got it and i paid all of 29 cents for it uh retails 15 i found it brand new in the
1: package uh, and we had a good time. We played a couple of the different games. There was a game on that cube. So what, what you do is you aim your cell phone at the cube. Through your cell phone, the cube comes alive. And there's a bunch of games that you, could, uh, you, you manipulate the cube to play on it. And I was burning down a city. There's piranhas on it. There was this one game. I don't remember what it's called. But if you clicked it, it went from a skull to a heart back to a skull. Oh, that's the hollow body. The hollow body. There's Trippy Cube where you could turn it into a lot of different patterns. The more you touch it, you played a game. I don't know what it was because I didn't play it. But um, when you were facing facing the phone at the cube, the cube became like a like a knockoff like uh, X Fighter or X Wing from Star Wars.
0: Yeah, that's one of the ones. It's a uh, like the space fighter game that's in there. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's also like a little Minecraft game called Dig. And uh,
1: Tilt Ball. uh, Tilt Ball. Oh, Tilt Ball was the one I saw you play. So Tilt Ball, if you manipulate the cube and you spin it around, once your cell phone is looking at it, you'll see a little ball on the cube, and it follows like a track around. And you were pretty good at that. You were playing that at the Goodwill outlet where you found that.
0: Yeah, because since it was so dry today, once I found this, I ripped it out of the package, Mm -hmm. and I sat down and I downloaded. That was the first app I downloaded. And I was like, I'll just fuck around with it. And it built a little, like, castle, and it had, like, these little uh, aqueducts that you would, you know, make the ball go through as you
1: spun it around. And it's good for, like, alone time. Like, if you're just kicking it the crib, you know, your girl's busy or your boy's busy, whatever it is, you're just hanging out, you're just hanging out, spinning the cube um, install that app. There's a lot of fun uh, games to play on it, and you had mentioned this is kind of like the the first go at it, so maybe there's downloadable content. I saw on Google.com, the website, there's actually a mini cube. So there's that's the biggest cube, and there's actually like a cube half that size, so I guess maybe if you want to have a cube oh, in your so pocket. so you can
0: do it on the go. If I- you
1: could cube on the go. The cube on the go is more so for like work maybe at your work desk, but... Yeah, it's something to do when you're alone, as we are often. Um, So we will be playing that sometimes.
0: (laughs) Yeah, you know, and that's the thing. When we find things new in the package, we find old things. We got a couple old things from your childhood. This is a new thing for for the new age childhoods.
1: Yeah, the Merge Cube. Merge Cube, check it out. Um, That has a website that I brought up five minutes ago, and I did all about five minutes research on it. But, yeah, it it seems really cool. Something that Josh mentioned next up on the list – that I will say I have a lot of memories with, and I bet, I don't, I'm not trying to be pretentious, but I swear there's, there's got to be, the percentage of folks that have memories attached to this object I'm about to mention are probably slim and none. Um, growing up in the Tondera household, we went on no fucking vacations. No vacations. The, the biggest vacation that we've got, and now this show is taped in Pittsburgh, so it's Western PA, um, there is a place right outside of Pittsburgh, probably about an hour, hour and a half called Ligonier. I'm sure you're familiar yeah, with I've been
0: L- in Ligonier well, a couple times.
1: Yeah. Well, I'm listeners may not know Ligonier, but it's basically like a campground. It's like a city. It's like a, I think of like a campground city where all you do is like fish and like kayak and camp outside. That's it. And it's in Pennsylvania. There's nothing else. So it's just like a campground city. And the only vacations that the Tondera family would go on was to Ligonier. And in the car, we would bring travel games, my sister and I. So this object that I'm about to go over was one of the travel games. 1992, and I don't even have to look at it, I know. 19. <laughs> 19- <laughs> I remember 92 well. Yeah, this is a... a it's a travel game by Milton Bradley. It's uh, from 1992. It retails for about twenty dollars at this point. Because uh, this one, I actually I've got it in box at the Goodwill outlet. Found it in box, never opened, but I immediately opened it. This is Hot Shot Basketball, travel game by Milton Bradley. And my sister and I would be in the back seat, and we had two games. We had Travel Guess Who. And then we had travel hot shot basketball. Oh fuck! Guess
0: who in the car?
1: Yeah, guess who in the car was wild. Travel
0: basketball though—that's great because it's alone time. You can focus, mm-hmm. and this is good because it's actually uh, kind of motorized. Too. Yeah, I'm
1: gonna I'm gonna uh, start it up here. But what uh, hot shot basketball is? Um, with the travel game, what you do? It's a bait like a baby sized box. You open it up, and that's actually the court. And what you put on it, you put the hoop on it, and you put like a backboard on it, and then a cage, and then you have a, a mechanism that springs the balls into the hoop. You wind it up, and the hoop goes uh, back and forth, back and forth, so it gets easier and harder to shoot. And you flick these balls in, and obviously keep, keep count. And this is what we would play in the car. And it was like a highlight of my traveling because I don't – I you know me. I'm not like – I don't want to camp much. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I don't want to camp at all.
0: Camping was – we did a lot of that too in our childhood, like yeah. camping vacations. But like we already lived in the country. Like mm-hmm. that's what I did all the time except yeah. I slept in a bed. And then it was like let's go do the same things but on the ground. And, and melt marshmallows on a stick. Yeah. Now I like camping a lot more as I'm older but like as a kid – Camping is not that great.
1: No, it wasn't much fun for me. So what I would do is play these travel games in the car up. So Hot Shot basketball was one of them, and I'm actually going to give it a go. So how I said, you wind it up, and there's a timer on it. But when you wind it up and let it go, this timer actually physically moves the basketball hoop from back to front, back to front, as you try to get it in the hoop. So I just want to get a, a good clip of the sound from this. So, I'm going to try to give it a go here. Oh, that's that flick that I remember. See, I'm still not too bad at it, brother.
0: I like that it keeps the, uh,
1: yeah. I'm not bad at it. I've made probably four of about seven. Oh, now I'm getting bad just as I said that. Oh. I'd say about six. Would I don't you say think... six about a twelve? Six of twelve?
0: Oh, I was not counting.
1: Okay, I was saying I made fifty percent of the shots. Six of twelve. I, I would really say.
0: trusted that you would keep your own score. I wasn't. I, wasn't,
1: I would just. That was just for the fans. I'm that sorry. was for the fans. Dude, well, you things. could really
0: honestly say that you made all of them, and
1: I didn't. Though I wouldn't lie. I don't lie on the show too, too, too much. This is, too, is a too, place too, too for much.
0: honesty. This is. A, yeah, we are very always honest. Yeah, yeah
1: we try to be, but uh, yeah, hot shots basketball. I was definitely a staple growing up in the car. Have I I told you or has my sister ever told you about my friends that used to live at camp? I feel like that's something that, like, if you're in the Tondera lore, you might know about.
0: I might have heard about the the camp friends but it's not yeah. like a vivid memory in my mind if I have
1: well it was like a different universe for me at camp I don't know because like I, d- I didn't enjoy it too much or whatever but I would once I was on the campgrounds I actually would change personas I would actually I would be demand I demanded to be called uh, Ranger Bob. Um, So, like, I would be Ranger Bob, which it's heads or tails, and I would lead my family on these walks into the forest and back, and just being Ranger Bob a bunch.
0: So you would make your family call you Ranger Bob? Yeah. What about, were your camp friends required to also call you Ranger Bob? Oh,
1: yeah, that's what I was about to get into. My camp friends were, well, let's just be honest, they were invisible, and I had invisible friends that I would meet at camp. And sometimes they would come back from camp with me by riding on the um, they'd ride on the bumper. Um, there was uh, parsley, that's not very safe. Parsley, <laughs> parsley. Who was a lady? There was parsley. Who was a lady? Uh, uh, there was then Dano. So Dan with an O at the end. Dano. I well, don't know where. Well, that's because
0: you're good friends. He's Dano. Hey. Dan-o. Yeah, Dano.
1: So there was like Dano and Parsley, and then later, this is later down the road, and it wasn't their daughter. But there was a – because these were two adults. Parsley was an adult woman. Dana was an adult man. And later on, there was a kid around my age named Tanya. That was like later in the – that was later down the Tanya? road. Tanya. Yeah, but Parsley and I were like BFFs. Tanya is just the one that's like thrown in. Yeah, like that was like a later rendition of my mental illness was Tanya, but the the front end people were Parsley and Dano, but Parsley was my number one, and Parsley would ride on the bumper of my car to, to camp and sometimes back from camp, but anytime I'd be at camp, that'd be Parsley time, and I would just be talking to Parsley the whole time, and that was my childhood, and that's, I mean, no one asked questions then, maybe should've, but that's That was how I grew up. That's the beauty of
0: childhood is you can do whatever. And I'm just glad that Dano and Tanya exist because when you first said Parsley, I thought you were also going to be like, and oregano and thyme. Nope. So I'm just glad Dano and Tanya are like yeah. legitimate names. But yeah. Dano sounds like a decent guy. Why don't you spend time with him?
1: No, I did. I did. But it was like, I don't know. It's just <laughs> like I needed more and more. And Parsley was like the OG best invisible friend dano was not involved with with parsley to my memory were you in parsley ever? no 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 strictly platonic camp friends yeah it was strictly platonic but they were adults and i was a kid they were okay so would tanya though no i maybe tanya was like the the later rendition of tanya who who came in later that may have been a love interest but that never bloomed maybe but yeah they were adults tanya was actually a kid yeah. tanya was like my age
0: we should go back to that same campground and see grown-up tanya
1: now. yeah <laughs> like what's tanya up to like what's tanya up to i mean you know i hope dano and parsley are still around and they're all friends oh yeah
0: dano and parsley are you know like the trailer you know across the street hanging out the crazy at night. thing
1: about that was because yes i was like a kid but like so parsley dano and tanya right they all hung out, but Tanya was a kid. They hung out with a kid. Those adults hung out with kid, like platonically hung out with a kid.
0: There was a guy in my neighborhood in Michigan that used to do that, but we weren't allowed to go to his house. Was
1: he vi- invisible? Oh, no. He was very real. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Did you call him Mr. Dano? <laughs> I don't
0: remember what his name was, but he had an indoor swimming pool, and I was
1: like, come over and swim. And Dude. Like, no, no. He had an indoor swimming pool?
0: Oh, yeah. Yeah, but he was, you know.
1: Dude, I'm... I'm on that indoor swimming pool. That seems sick. I would have probably done it unless somebody told me not to do it. It was
0: a popular spot for all the boys in our neighborhood and, and until you know, like a lot of people caught on.
1: Yeah, damn brother, that got dark really quick. But <laughs> that's what happens when you know real people. <laughs> that's. <laughs> <laughs> That's why it's better to hang
0: out with <laughs> camp friends. See,
1: I kept it invisible. I've yeah. always kept it invisible, yeah. the man. The
0: places we go from a fucking plastic basketball hoop.
1: No, but yeah, I I had, I had, was not involved with any of those invisible friends, at least I know. We'll, we'll um, go back and visit Tanya. We'll update the story Ligonier, later. Ligonier, Pennsylvania, Tanya today. <laughs> tanya today so we got the merge cube as a part of our thrift haul. we got the hot shots basketball as a part of our thrift haul, and the next two things i'm about to show josh has never seen before um these were actually i got them earlier because we went thrifting today we went thrifting this evening well early evening today we're recording now but i think it was either a couple days ago this week i went uh same place And out of the Goodwill outlet bins, I found two posters. They have no relative nature to one another, Nothing like that. I almost threw up. Did you see that? I couldn't hold it back. I, I like, almost threw up. I don't know if you're going to edit that out, but that was fucking gross. <laughs> I'm going to keep it. I almost threw up for some I reason. I I have I, uh, no idea. So I have two posters that uh, yeah, have nothing to do with one another. But the first big one, <laughs> he, he's still not on it. I almost threw up in my mouth. Um, this one, if you want it, you could have it. If not, I will hang it up. This is from um, 1995. This is a Pittsburgh Hockey Penguins Yamir Yager anti drinking poster
0: underage drinking like skating on thin ice
1: yes so it's about 11 by 17 not perfectly but this is this was um released by the pennsylvania liquor control board on alcohol educations they paired up with the pittsburgh penguins and yammer yager was their boy and right on the poster as josh said it says underage drinking like skating on thin ice so it's a pretty cool poster Um, If you look in the audience, you will see a lot of bored people in this shot. So this was probably the best Yamir Yager hockey shot they had and used it.
0: And that's the great thing about old hockey is that, like, I don't know what year it was that everybody started wearing jerseys to games and, like, sports teams memorabilia. But, like, there was a point where you just wore
1: regular clothes. In the early to mid-90s, you didn't, yeah, you didn't support them in a way where you wore their stuff. There's
0: people in the crowd for, like, football games and basketball games and hockey games that are in like shirts and ties and like mm-hmm. just a t-shirt and you know like a blouse like now
1: you if you go to a professional sports team you have to wear all that garb but yeah that was just like button-ups button-ups and mustaches <laughs> <laughs> that there, was all
0: there are there's a great mustache in the in the crowd there it really stands out oh
1: yeah like a board board uncle rick right over there with his hands crossed yeah, but there was actually, so this one is from the liquor control board. There was one also from, um, it wasn't Dare, but it was like the early Dare. And there was one with Ron Francis on it that was like, I can't remember what it said, but it was like, don't do drugs, do hockey, something oh. like that. But it was like roached. It was completely like fucked up. So I didn't, I didn't buy that one. <laughs> Sorry, Ron Francis, you're staying in the bin. So, but I mean, this one's a little folded up, but this is that one. Um, the next poster that you're going to see, now before I show it to you, um, I will say that I it, it says Blingy on it, and what Blingy is, before I reveal the poster, it's an online-like Graphic generator, so it's like people go there to like create memes, and there's a lot of different animations and like gifs and stuff like that. Is that Just, like what you would put on
0: your MySpace page? Like, is the animation you got it? Okay,
1: you got it. You got it. Okay, so it's like MySpacey gifs, like Dragon Ball Z Kamehameha gifs, yeah, like stuff like that. Sparkly
0: and yeah. So I know
1: this was made by the website blingy and post it out in poster form. I mean, print it out in poster form. And I just want you to talk to the roaches about what you see, what you see when I bring this up. <laughs> what? Yeah, man.
0: <laughs> what
1: the fuck?
0: Yeah. <laughs> what does it say in the bottom right? Does it say anything or
1: is that yeah. just smoke? It says stoned and proud of it. So, Uh, what are we looking at here? It's a kid. Uh,
0: (laughs) Oh, it's a a, yeah. He's got to be like 14 or 15, wearing like a yellow polo shirt. He's got curly hair, and he's got one eye half closed, and the other eye is looking into the fourth dimension.
1: Yeah, just beyond the camera.
0: And there's just really shitty, like, non-vectorized graphics everywhere of a hand with – it's a white kid's hand –
1: yeah, it's a, it's, a, it's a brown kid, but the hand pictured is a white kid's hand holding a, uh, a marijuana joint, and it says 420, completely covered in marijuana leaves, and it says stoned and proud of it. So it is just a really stoned child with a hand that's not his, smoking this J, 420, marijuana plants, and then just smoke all around him as well. That's the worst poster I've ever seen in my entire life. I would... This would look like the cover art to our show most weeks. No, most weeks, this is what the show's cover art look like. I don't know that this is intentional.
0: And, like, your art is intentional. <laughs> this, my
1: art is very intentional. I appreciate it.
0: I think this was a genuine try, but, like, none of the graphics are even the slightest bit, like, clean. No. They're all like blurry on the edges. Yeah. The, and, the, and they block the, the second graphic they block with their own printing yeah. logo. So the,
1: the DPI of this is just crazy. Everything is pixelated as hell. But this is actually quite big. It's a, it's a large poster, but the kid's head pretty much takes up two thirds of the poster. But the joint is actually he's holding there. There's smoke there, marijuana leaves, and that will be going up in my bedroom. I was going to say be going up in my bedroom. If you're not going to
0: hang that up, I guarantee I could name like two or three of our listeners off the top of my head who I think would genuinely appreciate
1: art like that. I can too. I'm not gonna out them. I'm not yeah, I don't wanna <laughs> name names. But we know who you are. Yeah, because that's fine. If, if I'm associated with marijuana, but some folks don't like to be associated with marijuana because they actually have real jobs. you got to
0: post a picture of that on the, uh, the That's going to
1: be the cover art. That's going to be part of the cover art. That poster that I found at the Goodwill outlet, it was made on Blingy. So look up Blingy with two E's. I don't know if it's Blingy.com, but I think so. But Blingy, and it's a bunch of pixelated fucking graphics <laughs> of a high teenager smoking weed, brother. It's,
0: uh, I mean... It, it, Art is really, you know, in the eye. Subjective, who, baby. Art is yeah. subjective. It's whatever you're going to do with it, you know? And I think that very much deserves not only to be put in your bedroom, but to be framed.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's that's going to be at least up in my bedroom. That could be framed in the future. But, yeah, so it's in pretty good shape. So, uh, obviously, everyone passed over that for some reason. But I'm going to go ahead and take that, of course.
0: I think you should just go over the top and get, like, a gilded gold frame just make it just go enunci- to Michael's just-
1: frame shop and get it custom framed like <laughs> yeah. walk in walk in with a marijuana supporting poster and just be like a one, uh, one custom frame, please. Yeah, ask Kathleen, the sixty-three-year-old retiree who just
0: took this job so she has something to do in the daytime while the grandkids are in school to frame your marijuana poster with a small brown boy and
1: four twenty all over it. <laughs> Oh bit, brother. Yeah, I'm gonna go ahead and do that. That'll be ninety-eight dollars, sir. <laughs> I'll give her fifty. <laughs> <laughs> I tell you what, Kathleen. I'll tell you what, I got fifty for it. I got fifty smackaroons. Ten for you. I'll give you a ten dollar tip, fifty smackaroons.
0: Just between you and me, Kathleen. Don't tell anybody you buy the kids something nice
1: this holiday season. Here's a tenny. Here's a tenny fifty smackaroons, frame it. <laughs> So um that was like the haul today merge cube we got the hot shots basketball we have posters there's actually a lot of cool stuff we got today that we're going to use for later episodes because we can't fit them in today because obviously we have a very important segment before the break Josh and listeners know it as eBay alert eBay alert <laughs> So on eBay Alert, for new listeners, uh, what eBay Alert is, is I take a look at the the media and the physical objects that are trending on eBay. The sales are up, they're trending, and so people are uh, you know, putting bids in and stuff like that. So I see where the market trends are on, e- on eBay.com, the website, and basically give them to you so you know what's going on um up there with e- for this week's ebay alert what's trending on ebay i'm not going to go over these few things because they're not a uh, super um super interesting but coats are up boots are up any types of coats any types of boots it's that time of year it's november ebay alert it's fucking cold outside yeah ebay it alert snowed it's, here today It's cold outside obviously rest in peace uh stan lee uh passed away which sucked for the the comics community, you know. As a as a fan of comics, I've been reading them since I was younger. That was a bummer, but I mean, 95 whole years of life can't really complain.
0: I saw a lot of oh my god, Stanley passed, and
1: yeah. 95 years that's you know, a good life. Bless yeah. up, you know. So Thank you, Stan, his Funko Pop right now is skyrocketing on ebay so that's something but the thing that we are going to get into today and it it, it kind of correlates to to last week's ebay alert but it's his own thing what has been trending on ebay and i can't exactly tell you why but vintage fast food merchandise vintage fast food merchandise so we're going to look at that for this week's ebay alert growing up what were your favorite fast food restaurants josh
0: uh, Rax's mm-hmm. uh was uh, like very very much number one. Rax's roast beef. They had the best kids meal, probably on the market. Um, I always was a fan of McDonald's. Mm-hmm. they had the best because it's to- there. And then, well, they had the best toys. Like. I, growing up in the 80s, you know, we've, we've covered the pails and past episodes and the other things, but, like, we well, had legitimately good toys at McDonald's growing up.
1: Honest-to-God toys they would give in those bags.
0: Yeah, you and, you know, like, things with levers and things that actually moved, and, you mm-hmm. know, like, that was cool. Yeah, uh, and there
1: was dolls, cars, you know, something for everybody. I remember collecting, like... Uh, uh, dinosaurs from the show dinosaurs the an- not the animated but like the weird dinosaur they had the shows. puppets yeah that was yep.
0: a great show that was yeah. we could do a whole episode on dinosaurs yeah we will we'll find the baby one day i and that's i used to have that the baby yeah. sick
1: we'll do a whole thing on that yeah. sick okay uh, yeah those know. were
0: uh, the top 2 probably racks and mcdonald's
1: well i'll have you know with these uh, vintage fast food stuff going out here first thing i'm actually going to get into is um there is a a set of six plastic racks cups on ebay and these are from the early 1990s and i don't know that there's like a certificate of authenticity or what but they said in all caps never used all caps and you can actually buy them for $14.99 free shipping so Ooh. if you want to relive relive your racks moments these apparently have never been touched by human lips, these cups.
0: It's difficult to pay $15 for plastic cups.
1: Yeah, I hear you, because we get stuff for pennies on the dollar a lot yeah. of the time. Although
0: I am nostalgic for restaurants. I almost bought the old restaurant cups today.
1: Th- there was restaurant cups today?
0: Well, from Verde, the uh, the old glass. Oh, yeah. yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. Stolen cups. You should talk about that. That's fun. <laughs> there were stolen cups from a local restaurant at the at the function. Yeah,
0: one of my old like favorite restaurants that's now shut down. Uh, there were two glasses that were like very identifiable. They don't have the the logo of the the restaurant called Verde, but they were their glasses
1: for uh, sure. There was because they were homemade and everything like that. Yeah. So those were stolen and then planted. And yeah, or you know, they ended up there after it shut down. You know, you yeah. Never know. Who knows? Who knows? uh, On the vintage fast food here, we also have an Arby's T-shirt. It's blue with white and red letters, and it reads "Get your sight set on a get your sight set on a sub," and it has a scope so you could actually get your sight set on a sub right down the scope. When was Arby's doing subs? Nineteen eighty. Wow. Yeah. And um, this shirt goes for twenty nine ninety nine. So this is a rare one. I guess Is I guess they were uh, Arby's. I mean, I don't know this off by heart, but it seems like Arby's was pairing up with the NRA. And the NRA and Arby's were together. Get your sights set on a sub. So that was their whole thing. And not only did the Arby's give up on guns, but they gave up on subs as well at some point.
0: I did not know that. Mm-hmm.
1: Does Arby's, is it true that Arby's stands
0: for roast beef?
1: yeah i think that's true i'm 90 percent. i'm not checking google but like i'm i'm pretty sure okay yeah
0: i knew that was a thing but i wasn't 100 percent.
1: yeah uh on, on the list here <laughs> and i think we've talked about this little guy on the show before uh the Domino's 18 inch plush noid superhero doll from 1986
0: the noid was so fucking over in the 80s they, annoyed toys. they had Noid toys. Everybody liked Noid, man. They had Noid action figures, the plushes. He had his own video game. Mm-hmm. Like there were commercials everywhere. Of the Noid
1: was like the biggest pizza commercial going. It was like the Noid, and then it was that little guy, that little gimmicky guy from Little Caesars eventually.
0: I think that's Little Caesar.
1: Oh, is that really Little
0: Caesar? I think so. I mean, it's his pizza place. Who else is going to represent it? Holy cow. That's like if the guy in the Papa John's commercial was just named Uncle Steve.
1: Yeah, it was John. I never realized the little guy is probably Little Caesar.
0: Yeah, he's Little Caesar.
1: Damn, am (laughs) I stupid? I don't know. I just thought he was like the mascot. I'm fucking dumb, huh?
0: Well, we were learning a lot of things about pizzas and restaurants today.
1: But you could get an 18 inch Noid from 1986 for 45 bucks plus 7 shipping.
0: There's probably a stuffed Noid cuz I I was into the Noid. I remember I had a little Noid action figure like a little like one of those little rubbery guys mm-hmm. that, like the Smurfs were. Yeah. There was Noids like that too and they were in different poses.
1: Well, they were onto something for a while. That restaurant was onto something for a while because like Domino's was in the early early 90s like, late 80s was, like, the pizza that you bought, and then they just fell off the place face of the earth. Yeah. Only and in recent years have you have heard Domino's again.
0: Mascots were so prevalent in the 80s, too. Like, you know, you they just really... put a
1: face on your franchise.
0: And they pushed it everywhere. You know, there was Spot from 7-Up, and the Cheetos mascot was everywhere, and, like, mm-hmm. Joe Camel made us all want to smoke, and,
1: like... Got in trouble for making us smoke, but he... <laughs> He was just being Joe.
0: The Noid continued though. Just Everything Joe being else, Joe, you know. Yeah, that's I mean, all that was. He liked to smoke cigarettes and shoot pool and meet pretty camels and yeah. I think regular women. I think he was.
1: Yeah, I think he was more <laughs> the regular women. I think than camel was. women. Yeah, I mean, like. Hey, good for him. He's, he's like you know. Bojack Horseman, but a camel. Pretty much, brother. Um, so this one, I don't remember. And maybe you remember, but, like, I don't know. But a lot of people do remember this. It's maybe from just not our part of the world. Do you remember the fast food chain Chicken Unlimited? No. Chicken Unlimited. um, This is a Chicken Unlimited fast food menu from the 1970s. And when you Google, because I was trying to look up stuff because I try to do research. Oh, Chicken
0: Unlimited is not something you can find.
1: Well, when I type in Chicken Unlimited and Google... Olive Garden comes up. All of the Olive Gardens. So I don't know if Mr. Garden is like, he owned Chicken Unlimited or what the deal is. Anytime I do Chicken Unlimited, Google would be like, Olive Garden. Have you
0: read the Olive Garden Wikipedia to see if it evolved from I didn't chicken go that unlimited? far because
1: it didn't say it.
0: Chicken Unlimited sounds like a false promise to begin with. Like I don't know what's there's on no this chances. menu, but there's no way they give you Unlimited Chicken.
1: No. Um, you could you could get this fast food menu for twenty three bucks plus six seventy five shipping, and there are two chicken unlimiteds left in this world. In God's Green Earth, they're in Wisconsin, in Eclair, Wisconsin. That's because the 1970s are alive and well. (laughs) Only in Wisconsin. That's
0: Wisconsin's, like, slogan. The 1970s are alive and well, only in Wisconsin. Also, two
1: Chicken Unlimiteds here.
0: (laughs) Yeah, two of them. I guarantee they're within a six-mile radius of each other. I'll look that up. In one of the four towns in Wisconsin.
1: But you could check out all those eBay alerts. They're still up. Now, uh, this week, the show did tape on a Thursday, so this episode goes up on a Sunday, so I don't know what will be left there, but I'm assuming most of these things, usually on eBay alert, it's like hot items, but I don't know if anybody's going to dig for a Chicken Unlimited menu, so please buy that. Show us pictures if you do. Six
0: seventy five for shipping for a menu, like... How are you sending that? A Maybe stamp? some
1: people are attached to Chicken Unlimited. I don't know. A stamp 40 cents. Just fold the menu up and send it in an envelope. So if you grab something, let us know. But yeah, heck of a haul. We got a lot of positive energy in the room. Uh, when we come back after commercial break, we're going to talk thrift tales. This thrift tale is actually all the way from Germany. So it's going to be wild. Um, but crack another beer. Hang out with your boy in f- like two to like two and a half minutes we'll be back after commercials because that's all they seem to fucking always be two to two and a half it's minutes it's two
0: and two like that well i don't like to give he's a racist so let's discuss his name
1: the racist who says two and two i will say not that but two and two by the racist we will see you after the break You need to shoot that tie, so you don't fall and die. Make sure your shorts are long enough to cover up them thighs.
0: Hygienate them, maybe. Campers shower daily. If you don't, you're smelly. Your counselors will go crazy. taste. It wouldn't seem Desserts all you can eat all for one price. It's not just regular fast food for dinner. It's fast food with style
1: We officially back Hey, everybody Hey to Josh been a pretty cool night tonight, huh? We haven't recorded not that it's like super late, but we don't really like record that late anymore This is like the latest we've probably recorded in, I mean, a good while, right?
0: Yeah, and it's been, uh, we had a little bit of a break there together.
1: Do you prefer the later recordings or the earlier recordings, you think?
0: I'm really indifferent to it.
1: Nice, and that's why you're the best co-host in the world. (laughs) Show up every week just to... just. Just thankful to like fucking go, dude. Yeah, like, that's all I, I ask in a friendship. Yeah,
0: like hey, let's just, fucking just go. Dude. Let's do it. I, that's what my Thursdays are for. We know?
1: we uh, ate at the mall food court today. Probably the first time I've eaten at mall food court. We in did. Like a uh,
0: I guess this goes out on Sunday, so we can mention that Ryan, uh, happy birthday to Ryan. Ryan,
1: happy birthday. That's right, our friend, friend of the show, Ryan Thompson, who's on the show often. We just celebrated a surprise birthday party. It feels weird because we can talk about it. Yeah. We can talk about it now. It's
0: the, the release. Like we've been. It's holding the release this in. show. We've yeah. been.
1: Re- last night, I mean, it hasn't happened yet because it's Thursday and that's when we're taping it. But last night, our friend Ryan, who's been on the show before, we went out uh, shopping for his birthday today at the mall. Happy three zero to big r our dog ryan thompson the big r yeah as i'm calling him i guess
0: <laughs> well he's yeah he's the big r you know when you get into your 30s you need a new nickname to evolve the with the big it. r the big r
1: happy birthday brother we love you so this week uh, for new listeners to the show the segment I'm, we're about to go over it is called thrift tales <laughs> thrift 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 <laughs> thrift 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 tales and for new listeners to thrift tales um i dig around the internet or they're from personal experience they're secondhand stories from all over the world so you never know what's out there it's usually items that are either spooky or have some sort of sentimental significance to people or just randomly found today's thrift tale comes all the way from berlin germany josh that's I think that's the furthest away thrift tail we've done. What yeah. was the other one that was outside the country?
0: Uh, we did a uh, one down under in Australia.
1: Oh, that's way further. I bet
0: in get people get tired of saying down like people yeah, saying no. down under. Like yeah,
1: they probably hate it. Yeah, saying down so. Under. We did
0: one just yeah just in regular in another place just in regular Australia. <laughs> But in I think Germany. Australia. I think Germany is technically further away than Australia.
1: I think so.
0: As the crow flies.
1: As the crow flies. Hopefully nobody fact checks that. But yeah, so this thrift tale is from Berlin, Germany, and um, the person who found the object I'm about to go over, they were underage. They never released their name in public. Not that they've done anything wrong or this is weird. <laughs> it's just they're younger, so there wasn't uh, that nobody uh, you know. Yeah, there's always a that. chance
0: perverts are going to find yeah, you if your names on the I internet.
1: Did. So a student went to a flea market to find cheap furniture for her new apartment because she was a new college student. So you're just finding, you know, some couches and chairs to kick around and spill beer on much like we do in our thirties. But usually you stop that at like 24. Yeah. Um, but this student wanted something like that just to kind of have back at the apartment and uh, walking around this flea market. She came upon a couch. There wasn't anything like, all that cool about it but it was at a decent price so she took a flyer on it and then as she walked around a little further she decides she's going to pull the trigger on it so she got this couch and returning it home um she used it like as a traditional couch and um you know didn't really think anything of the couch or its significance or anything like that
0: oh yeah that's what you use a couch for in it? most
1: cases you just yeah you're not on thrift tails in most cases yeah. so she had no idea she was going to be on thrift tails a couch is a couch right so as the couch sat it sat there for about 3 months and um it actually had like a something that originally attracted her to the couches that had like a trundle bed like a pull out a pull out trundle
0: yeah like a little thing that you know, slides right over and
1: I guess for whatever reason she hadn't needed to use it Um, but about three months into her ownership she did want to pull that out and and use it And one night just by chance she unfolded the couch and out popped a a small painting from the couch it was roughly about 10 by 15 which is kind of large but if you're thinking of like an actual painted on canvas it's a smaller canvas 10 by 15 Um, so she was like, whoa, I don't know how this got in the couch, obviously. So she started to ask around to see if anyone knew what it was. And somebody recommended that she take it to the Hamburg auction house because they were uh, specialized in uh, like paintings and Historic
0: yeah. objects. I would immediately, after I got the painting out, I would fold it up and then pull it back out again to see if it made another painting because <laughs> maybe I bought a magic couch.
1: <laughs> Dude, you're onto something.
0: <laughs> you don't know. I mean, if
1: that's the first
0: time you opened it. Did she ever
1: reopen that couch?
0: If you, you open it one time and a painting popped out, you have to. 50-50. I, I mean, yeah, you've got to test it.
1: Huh. Well, I'm hoping she did test it. For her sake.
0: I mean, she probably has used it more than once.
1: Since then. I mean, that's a good that's a good perspective on that's that. That's
0: just her new that's her new profession, is she just voila op- opens and closes the couch and a that's new how painting she would, pops that's out. That's how
1: she would pay for her tuition and rent? She's like, Well, I need a fucking rent check. Oh, here's a painting.
0: It's like one of those painting or one of the paintings that, you know, done by the penguins at the, the aviary, you know? Mm-hmm. It's just this couch that just
1: magically pops these paintings out. That would be awesome. Um, So she found out at the the Hamburg auction that it was actually quite old. Um, Though it wasn't for sure who created it, it was objectively identified to be an artist that was close to one Carlo Saraceni. Carlo De Couch. (laughs) Carlo De Couch. But this was, uh, yeah, Carlo Saraceni and carlo saraceni um was actually a venetian painter and the reason why they knew that it was like from him or his boys is because he actually guided a lot of young artists to kind of paint like him and he had a lot of proteges and it wasn't painted by him but they're like it's one of his boys for sure Sounds so they like
0: don't... the guy in my neighborhood with the indoor pool
1: exactly He's
0: got, <laughs> got a lot of protégés.
1: Yeah. So he had a lot of protégés. And at the auction house, they said this was probably from 1605 to about 1620, somewhere in there. So they were able to identify um, this guy's style. Um, but it was found out that, that – uh, I mean I didn't obviously know anything about Carlos Senes- uh, Saraceni. But he was an Italian painter, um, and, but he, had, he painted in distinctly like a Roman style. So I guess that's what tipped off the auction people is just like, oh, this is not like this is a little bit of a like a different type of take on like Italian painting. Um, and the painting itself and they said like they asked her like, hey, this is actually pretty rare. Um, it's one of a kind. Um And, you know, being that short gap is what they also said was important because, like, it's very – from a very specific time in someone's life. It's during his pedophile years. Could have been, yeah. And it's called – the painting actually is called The Preparation to Escape to Egypt. So it was even a name. And they're like, do you want to, you know, auction it off or whatever? And she's like – yeah, you know I, you know I just wanted a couch, so I'm pretty straight with getting rid. Of Every, this. Yeah,
0: everything else is icing on the cake.
1: It went for twenty seven thousand six hundred and thirty bucks out of a couch. If
0: that couch makes another fucking painting.
1: If that couch makes a painting that's only a hundred dollars, like even if it's that much less.
0: See, I would run that scam. Once I sold that painting, I would then go home and I would be like. Oh shit, I open the couch and there's another painting. And no matter what that painting is, I just be like, people would be like, oh, a magic couch. Mm-hmm. And you might get more people to just come and see your magic couch. So, with 26 make the paintings.
1: So, what did I say? 26,000? 26, 26,000. Or so, whatever I said. I it was 27, I think 27,000, whatever have, I said. Yeah, 26, 27. So, it was realistically a real painting, that much money. Here's my business plan to kind of piggyback off what you said because what you said was brilliant, by the way. Um, So you get this nest egg, right? Whatever. Let's call it 25. Let's call it 25 grand. You get this nest egg and you build a business, the Magic Couch. So what you do is you're like, okay, so factually this painting was from someone specific, right? So what you do then is you paint your own paintings and then you throw them in the couch. And then when people would come over for tours – You'd say like, "Okay. You pay me $50 to un- unpull my co- pull my couch out. You pay me $50 and whatever's in the couch, this magic couch is yours." So you pull out they pull out the couch, they give you $50 and they're surprised cuz there's a painting in the couch and it's your painting. See,
0: I think the better way to run that scam is because what if they're like, "Oh, here's another 50." Fucking fold it up and pull it out again. Ooh. So what you do for that much money? I mean, if you can sell those paintings for that much, yeah. Then you hire somebody and you rig the the uh, the thing like a backdoor shoot. So you put somebody in there and you just have them p- put a painting a, in it, put a painting together, yeah. And wow. they like feed it through. You know, you've got to have an accomplice. Yeah, uh, accomplice. That's like even
1: that even this Italian painter did. Even this Italian painter had proteges. Yeah,
0: I've seen enough movies about magicians to know that you need an accomplice to be the best magician possible.
1: Because you need an accomplice so you could get your shit over. Yeah. So like it has to land on someone. And
0: that's just a uh, complicated, you know, scam. Yeah. And you could, you know, you can make a lot of money. See,
1: I like that because then you could probably pay. You could probably pay like pretty much no money. And then when person. you want to
0: stop doing it, you could find a sucker and you could be like, I will say this couch it was a magic couch 50 grand i'm just tired of it i'm I'm. I'm, yeah and you know you can just ride off into the sunset with all your fake money
1: but the reason why i liked mine is because like so there was a proven painting in it so like it doesn't matter what the painting is because if somebody says like oh this painting looks like shit it's terrible be like you know what that's what i thought about the painting i found too
0: yeah you you never know either way Sell it we, to you, you at a discount. Scam a
1: lot of people with that idea. People
0: are—I mean, if there's one thing we know about people, it's that they'll buy into anything.
1: Yeah, and so will we because we are garbage pickers.
0: <laughs> uh, yeah, ask Parsley. I mean, she would. She would totally agree with this idea. Well,
1: if Parsley's out there listening right now, it would be an honor. Um, heck of an episode tonight. We had the Merge Cube, the hologram that you hold in your hand. A lot of games on that. Check that out. They have a website. It's really cool. Um, the Trippy Cube was really cool. All that all that piece. We had the Hot Shots Basketball from 1992 from Milton Bradley. We had a couple of cool posters. Anti-drinking Yammer Yager poster. A 420 poster of uh, a young man getting blazed on the, the website Blingy. And all about that, and I I'd open the show with Chop Suey from System of a Down, just the yelling part.
0: Yeah, reminder to turn down your headphones at the beginning of the episode. I'll
1: put her, I'll, I'll either nerf the yelling significantly or put a, like a reminder uh, through it. But it's been a couple of weeks since we went out there, so it was a good first time back. And as I said before... I have a couple of cool things, one that Josh found, something that I found that are going to be on future episodes. Also, quick shout-out to uh, Chris. We saw a friend of the show, Chris, at the Goodwill outlet, who said that he started thrifting after he started listening to Thrifty, and there he was in the wild.
0: That's heartwarming. Like
1: It's true. I don't and know. And
0: Chris got some really good stuff today, too. He had a great VHS haul.
1: Yeah, he had a great VHS haul. Um, so He got some, like uh, – like late 90s like rem vhs tapes which are very cool to the show because it's just like videos he had and i not looked through all of his clothes that he had in his uh um buggy no buggy is something shopping cart yeah it's a
0: shopping cart Sh- I, you had to struggle to think of the word shopping yes yeah, so i
1: said buggy real quick in western pennsylvania uh we say buggy but it's in the shopping cart his base was filled with a lot of cool vintage clothes i saw um so that's on the on the bucket list um again we're in the preparation of doing a cool ass christmas episode is what i was talking about last week we're gonna try to get it live stream i don't know the date of it yet i'm still like tying that up but we're gonna do like a white elephant all the thrifty crew is gonna be there hopefully it'll be filmed and if it's not gonna be filmed i'll film it myself
0: We'll do it. I mean... (laughs) We'll do it. We'll do it. We can figure out anything. I mean, we're resourceful people. We'll get the shit done.
1: We are resourceful because, baby, we are roaches. And if you can't get down with the roaches, your best bet is to just get roached. (laughs) That was so stupid. That was so stupid. Good, good, lucha things.